Good morning, Rabbi A number of short halachot for the up-and-coming day, Tetvav Bishvat, which will um, which will be Chal this evening, Be'ezrat Hashem. Tetvav Bishvat is a Yom Simcha, although it's not a Yom Tov. There's no Kiddush, no Isur Melacha, no extra Tefilot, no Ya'alev Yavo. Nevertheless, it's considered a Yom of Simcha. And it's the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilanot which has practical ramifications with regards to counting the years for Trumot, Ma'asrot, and Orla. It is not the day that the trees are judged as to whether they will bear fruit or not. That's actually on Atzeret, on Shavuot. Um, so that's a common misconception to the best of my knowledge. However, nevertheless, very interestingly, the Benish Chai does recommend that somebody pray on Tetvav Bishvat, Tu Bishvat, for a uh, kasher, beautiful etrog on the up-and-coming Chaga Sukkot. Um, so you do see there is some link there, but primarily the idea of Tu Bishvat is nothing to do with judgment on the trees. It's a Rosh Hashanah not, i.e. it's the beginning of the year, with regards to the count of which year we're in, are we in year number two, year number three, is the tree in its fourth year, with regards to halachot of how to, of, of what should be done with the fruits of the trees. Okay, nevertheless, as we mentioned, it's a Yom Simcha, it's a happy day, and therefore, there is an Isur to fast on Tetvav Bishvat. Somebody who wants to fast, Let's say this year Shovavim, this year Tubishvat, well, most years Tubishvat will fall in Shovavim. So a person wants to fast um, in order to, because in Shovavim there's an Inyan to fast. And um, he wants to fast on Tetvav Bishvat, that would be Asur, because Tetvav Bishvat, Tubishvat is a Yom Simcha. It's a time of happiness, and therefore a person may not fast. Even a Chatan and Kala, who have, if people have a Minhag, that on the day of the Hatuna, on the day of their wedding, they fast. Some people have that minhag, some people have the minhag, they only the Hatan fasts, not the Kala. Even somebody who has that minhag, they cannot implement that minhag on Tubishvat. If somebody has a wedding on Tubishvat, Asur to fast. Let's be clear, that's not today, that's tonight and tomorrow. So tomorrow he would not be able to fast. Nevertheless, the truth is most Sfaradim, the overwhelming majority of Sfaradim, did not have the minhag for the Hatan or the Kala to fast beyond Hatunatam. Some did, and even those should not continue that, should not perform that minhag on to Bishvat. There's another halakha that I wanted to share when we eat the minhag, the minhag of most of Klal Israel, not everyone, is to put, bring many fruits on the table. Some have a minhag, 15, 18 to bring many fruits on the table tonight and do brachot, and some have a seder that they say. These are all very nice things. It's a minhag, it's a custom, and it's always correct to continue our customs. However, somebody shouldn't think that if somebody else doesn't have that minhag, that they are not performing the mitzvah of Tu Bishvat or something like that. Because strictly speaking, this is not one of the mitzvot of the yom, this is not a halacha. It's custom. And if you have that custom, very nice, but don't, don't expect other people to have the customs that we necessarily have. So we have, um, so we bring the fruits on the table and we say brachot. And people make sure that they have fruits on the table that they will say shechianu. And Berkat shechianu is said on a fruit that you have not had for 30 days as long as 
it went out of season and came back into season seeing uh, since the last time you had it. So people should make sure that when they say Shehiyanu, it's on a fruit that actually falls under the category of Shehiyanu. Now, if you have many fruits that require Shehiyanu on the table in front of you, you do not need to say Shehiyanu on each one. On the contrary, it's asur to do that. So whichever one you're picking up and saying Shehiyanu on, you should have kavana, you should have in mind that this should encompass all the fruits on the table that require the bracha of Shehiyanu. Now there are two opinions as to whether the Shehiyanu should be said prior to the bracha borepri ha'etz or after the bracha borepri ha'etz. The simple line of logic should be lichora that the bracha of Shehiyanu should be after the bracha of borepri ha'etz. And that's the minhag of all the Sfaradim as far as I know. And the reason for this is very simple. We have a general rule that when you have two mitzvot in front of you, which one do you do first? The one that is more frequent takes precedent. The one that is more frequent happens first. Tadir tadir, tadir kodim. Something that is frequent versus something that is less frequent, the more frequent thing should occur first. You should perform that first. So is more is a bracha that is more frequent than the bracha of Shehiyanu. And therefore, we should first say and then the Shehiyanu. Now, some might argue that you're not allowed to make a hefsek between the bracha of Borei Priyayetz and your achila. You shouldn't make, you shouldn't be doing anything after your bracha before you eat it. And Borei Priyayetz is a bracha on eating the fruit. So how can we say Shehiyanu Mitin? The answer to that is very simple. That when do we say that you cannot engage yourself in anything between the bracha and eating? That's when we're talking about when you would be engaged in doing something that is not relevant to the Akhila, not necessary, necessary to be done then. Here, the bracha of Shehiyanu needs to be done before you eat it. And it's completely connected to the Akhila, and therefore certainly it doesn't constitute as a hefsek. That is the opinion of the overwhelming majority of poskim and the practice of most of Klal Israel and certainly most, if not all, of the Sfaradim that Shekhyanu is said after Bore Priyayet. Of course, even this way of thinking does admit that if Shekhyanu was made before Bore Priyayet, end of our, nothing happened, and of course the Shekhyanu is fine, it's intact, no other Shekhyanu needs to be made, and therefore no other Shekhyanu or Bore Priyayet is allowed to be made. So even if you are Mavalbel the Seder, you switch the order, it doesn't matter. The second svara is actually the svara that is um, that is codified by the Mishnah Brura. The Mishnah Brura says no, you should make the bracha of Shehiyanu before Borepriyayet. And there are a number of reasons given for this idea. And I would like to share one, which I think is the primary reason. Some poskim say that the reason why you should say Shehiyanu before Borepriyayet is because really, if you look at the Talmud, the Gemara never ever mentions saying Shehiyanu when you eat something, when there is a new fruit that has come into season that you haven't eaten, it's been out of season, and you haven't had for 30 days, and you see it growing on the tree, says the Gemara, you make a bracha of Shehiyanu. So really the original place for the bracha of Shehiyanu was not at the time of eating, but rather at the time of seeing the fruit grow on the tree. 
Why have things changed? Why has things changed? The answer to that is very simple. The primary idea of Shehiyanu is a bracha that is said when we express Simcha, when we experience Simcha. We experience Simcha when a new fruit is brought to us, or when a new fruit rather is growing on the tree. Say the Puskim, nowadays people see something on the tree, it doesn't mean they don't necessarily feel particularly happy. When you're about to eat it, that's when you feel happy. Why there's a psychological difference between nowadays and those days is another matter. But the fact of the matter is the Puskim say that, and it's very mistaber. It's very, we see it, we see it with our own khush. We feel it, that we get more happy when we're about to eat it. And therefore, say the Puskim, don't say Shehiyanu when you see it on the tree. Don't say Shehiyanu when you see it in the supermarket. And, ah, this fruit's come back into season. What I get Shehiyanu? If you did, you're Yotze. Of course, you shouldn't say Shehiyanu on that fruit a month later when you come to eat it. True. But, Lechatehila, you should be saying Shehiyanu nowadays at the time of eating it. Says the Mishnah Buran, the Primagadim, but really, where is the original place for the Shehiyanu? From when you see it. So now it's on my table and I'm about to eat it. You should at least make the shahiyanu before the Borei Priyayet. Because initially and fundamentally the shahiyanu should be said at a more initial stage of the process. True, we don't practice that nowadays. But nevertheless, that's a good enough reason for the shahiyanu to be said before Borei Priyayet. That's the reasoning of the Mishnah Bura. Even, even though the Mishnah Bura was one of the most accepted poskim amongst the Ashkenazim, with regards to this halakha, many, many Ashkenazim do not follow his opinion, and they too do like the overwhelming majority of Sfaradim, to say Borei Priya'et first, and then Birkat Shehiyanu. And that is the correct practice for somebody to follow, unless they have a clear minhag. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.